Modern car shoppers deserve a modern approach. This is the Car Biz Podcast, where we're throwing out the traditional approach to selling a car with common sense strategies that just plain work. I'm Elise Kephart, and in this episode, I'm dropping five ridiculous voicemail hacks. Here we go. All right, so this is going to be one of them episodes where y'all are going to want to take some notes, like grab a pen, grab a pad, grab like your little finger taps and your notepad on your smartphone. There's so many ways to do it, like so many different positions of taking notes for sales or BDC. I got you on this one. Uh, It's going to be on them. Favorite topic that everybody loves, voicemails, humdingaroo. That's going to be so much fun, right? Because we all love voicemails, but I'm actually going to like make it interesting and I'm going to break down three key things you probably aren't doing or that you've actually thought about on your voicemails. Like this ain't going to be like regurgitated shit. So number one, when you leave a voicemail, okay, like I want you to like dig deep in the pain and the way I dig deep into the pain about voicemails is I start to tick mark how many customers, potential customers actually call me back or how many customers actually call you back. You could just tick mark it on a little post-it note. And uh, I'm talking about like how many customers actually take their fingertips. And all they gotta do is just give it a little tap back. You know, happy Gilmore style, just a little tap or rude, just a little tappy, just nice and gentle, just extra credit fucking homework assignment on their plate, not just to email you back, nah, not just to text you back, nah, I'm going to click my finger, wait a couple rings, wait for the receptionist, get transferred in, oh my gosh, I want that so dang bad as a customer, I'm so eager to call you back, hashtag no, that was a long story about nothing that ever actually happens in reality life as BDC or internet sales maybe possibly on a good fucking nice generous extra coffee on top day maybe two people will call you back possibly so start calculating the time that you spend on your voicemails and how many voicemails you leave like is the roi fucking there worth it for me i only leave one as in one as in singular one voicemail the first day of the uh, internet opportunity as it pops in, and that's it, just one. So that's gonna bring me to number two hack. Make sure your voicemail, like the caller ID that you call, that you leave your voicemail to, it's linked to the same line that you say on your voicemail or that's transcribed on your voicemail, you know, that you're calling the customer on. So ideally this should be like a direct office line for you like fuck extensions ain't nobody got time to write down an extension that's and you can't the transcription's not clear like no extensions direct lines because if you put like an extension once again it's extra credit homework assignment for your customer more on their plate uh just to call you back it's more effort you don't want more effort you want instinctual and now so if you're calling from the store have a direct line and if you don't have a direct line then like i'm cool i'll say hey call from your cell phone that's fine like No extension, something that's going to go direct back to you in a small, singular, twice on a good day, extra coffee on top that someone actually calls you back. But that number you want to match. So if you call from your cell phone, make sure the number that you say on your voicemail, air quote, hey, call me back, is your actual cell phone. Like, don't mix up the two. There's nothing more confusing and frustrating where it's like numbers don't match when I'm reading a transcription to what's actually on the caller ID. 
Number three, I know I can be a hot mess express like a million miles an hour, 17,000 different directions. But with voicemails specifically, number three, speak clearly. Like, yo, did you know, did you know it's a little funsy fact that your voice is actually a transcription now on voicemails? Yeah, like, this is the world moving forward. And and actually, in case you didn't know, transcriptions have been around for a minute now, because ain't nobody got time to play your voice and like, do that. So just speak clearly and smoothly because you want your transcription on your customer's phone to pick up the transcription. No confusion there. All right, number four. This is like a key psychology little like dive in here. Have an easy, whatever it is you're like saying on the voicemail, make sure that it's an easy, relatable, instinctual question or call, air quote, call to action, as I've heard it titled over the years. And like I've heard a ton of these like amazing call to actions and like some of them I'm even guilty if you like look up some old AF YouTube videos out there like guilty of like the hey I got some great news and like yo I tested that for a handful of years I even like preached that for a hot minute but when I talk about like an instinctual easy relatable question the way you measure it is can you act does it actually work can you successfully get a customer to get back in touch with you. Now we talked about earlier that maybe only two people will call you back. So how does that work? Well, I want to think about whatever I'm asking. What am I going to ask in my text message if they don't get in touch with me? What about my email? What if I only got email, etc. Like all three points of those communication, I want to mirror what I say on my voicemail and make sure that it's easy to answer whether it's like with my fingertips or like me calling back or however, like it's I want to get in my customer's head. Like, think about this for a minute. Hey, you wanted to see when you wanted to come and test drive. Bro, if you ask that, you know what they're thinking? No, I'm not, I'm not ready for a test drive. I was just clicking around doing a little clickeroo. They got defense me- mechanisms like so high, like higher than like the Trump hall high. Like what about price, right? They send you a price quote and you just send them like, hey, when do you want to come on down? And it's like, yo, just give me a price. Or then you give them the price and then they just ghost you, right? There is a psychology to this. Think about this, a trade-in lead where they're thinking, oh gosh, that certificate was way too low. (laughs) That's what they're thinking. I don't know if that's what they sound like in their head, but that's what they're thinking. So you want to beat them to their own punchlines and like whatever you are saying, mirror to what they're thinking. So for example, a trade-in one, I think I've dropped this before, you know, hey, Michael, Elise over here at ABC Motors. Hey, I apologize. The certificate you got to your email, uh, you probably saw was automated. I want to make sure to get you max value in this crazy inventory shortage where we're buying cars. Uh, It was popping up a 2017 Hyundai Sonata for your equity portfolio. Can you do me a favor and let me know if that's showing up properly? You can call me back at the store. Here's my number. I'm going to say it here. And uh, I'm going to shoot you a text message as well. uh, If that's a little bit easier to let me know if the Hyundai Sonata is correct and look forward to helping you out. That's it. Like easy question that... (laughs) Lily, who's nine, halfway to an adult, uh, could answer. And number five, like, what if the lead has a question, Elise? Like, you can't just, like, script out every voicemail. Oh, hashtag yes, I can. Because psychology would say here, if you were to answer, like, 
all your all the whatever the customer asks, like in the lead, if you just leave that all on a voicemail, then there's no purpose whatsoever for the customer even to like take their finger taps and get back in touch as a courtesy. Nobody gives you courtesy shit anymore if you work at a car dealership. Little hashtag fact. So how do I control it? Like, how do I control my process? How do I make shit predictable? You acknowledge what the question is and ask an applicable question back that is predictable. It's a predictable response. It's easy to answer. And more motherfucking importantly, it's in your favor. It's not like, a, oh, gosh, why did the customer say that? You set yourself up for your own conversation if you rewind the tape enough. Example, if a customer says, does this have markup? So think about your options here. If you answer the question, like there's no reason for anybody to get back in touch with you, bro. But you don't want to like steer away from the question, right? So you acknowledge the question and then you're asking a predictable question back in your favor. Something along the lines of, hey, Michael, Elise over here at ABC Motors. I saw it looks like you had a question about markup. Uh, I want to make sure to get you accurate figures for your pricing portfolio uh, in regards to the markup question you had as well. It was showing as a 2022 Chevy Tahoe uh, RST. Can you do me a favor? Here's my store line right now. I'm going to say it right now. If you can give me a call back uh, and let me know if that's showing up correct, I'm going to shoot you a text message if that's easier. Again, it's showing up as a 2022 Chevy Tahoe XYZ model, and I'm looking forward to helping you out. So I just, what I did is I like got the question, and then the thing that I'm asking back is in my favor, and it puts me exactly kind of where I want where I want to be because now that's what I'm going to ask over like a voicemail over text over email and it's going to be that easy consistent question till I get the first freaking finger tap I get that engagement and some people will argue like after listening to this this one's going a little long that like voicemails are a thing of the past some don't leave any voicemails altogether I at one point was like ah I don't want the voicemail and I took it out for like a hot minute and then put it back in because these voicemail hacks that I just dropped for y'all guaranteed they take no extra time on your part like it's not going to take any extra voice energy on your part but fuck like if you have to put energy into voicemails make sure that whatever the fuck you're doing it's working in your favor and i'm out you've been listening to the car biz podcast I'm Elise Kephart. If you received value from this episode, I'd love an honest rating and review wherever you get your podcasts. Also, so you don't leave empty handed, visit EliseKephart.com slash checklist where you can get immediate free access to my ridiculous, no bullshit appointments every time that actually show the fuck up checklist cards. 